This is an exclusive presentation of WoWo 1190 AM and 107.5 FM, Unholstered. Here we go. It is time for Unholstered here on WoWo. Hopefully you are having a great weekend. If this is your first time ever tuning in to Unholstered, this show is all about the local media, which is me. My name is Kayla Blakesley, teaming up with local law enforcement here in town to share and tell all of the stories that don't often get told when it comes to law enforcement. And that's where my co-host Sophia comes in. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Scatina. I'm a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department, and welcome to Unholstered. Sophia, I love this show for a whole gambit of reasons, but the big one being, I feel like every weekend I learn about a new department, a new facet of the Fort Wayne Police Department, and that was the case last week. We talked about the bike patrol that we have as part of the Fort Wayne Police Department. I knew it was a thing because I, I've seen them patrolling through like the downtown area, but I guess I just didn't really realize it was an actual thing. Yeah, and they do such a good job, and they're such really good people with community. I mean, they get in there, they meet people where they are, they have conversations, they stop, they'll talk to your kids if you want them to, and they just are really friendly people. And I think it's really important for, especially bike patrol, when you're that close to the public, yeah. to be that kind of, have that kind of attitude and just, uh, Disposition, And that was kind of my big takeaway from that episode last week was just the community relations role uh, that the bike patrol really has. If you missed that episode or if you're leery about our bike patrol or you <laughs> want to learn more, you know nothing about it, um, you can hop online and download the Unholstered podcast anywhere you can download a podcast. Just search for Unholstered. It'll pop up. You can see the little police car with the Blue Shield logo um, and download any and all previous episodes of Unholstered. But speaking of all of the, the different facets of the Fort Wayne Police Department, I think is a great segue into today's topic. Uh, police Week just wrapped up. And I'd like to just touch on that, Sophia, a little bit here if we can, because I don't even know if people realize there is a Police Week. There is a police week every year. Um, there's actually a day set aside for uh, National Peace Officers day, Memorial Day, and that's May 15th of every year. We have had a previous um, show, and you can go back and uh, pick that up where you pick up any of our podcasts. But um, today I wanted to talk a little bit about that and bring it to light again, because I think it's just important that we remember the sacrifices that law enforcement all over the country are making for us. And in light of our actual loss here of Master Trooper James Bailey yeah. on March 3rd, I thought it would only be the right thing to do to actually talk about it and talk about the sacrifices officers make and what that week looks like. Well, let's start there. What does that week look like? And when were the dates this year? So the dates this year, it kicked off um, May 15th and then ended that Friday. Uh, was that May 19th, I think? I was on vacation 20th? in Hawaii. I, I don't know. even know what today is. <laughs> and we'll take a little brief moment to wish you a happy anniversary hey, to you and your you husband. Much. Eight years. Eight yeah. years and going strong. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Um, and you got to spend that time in Hawaii, so yeah. I'm very jealous. Can't really beat that. No. I mean, it doesn't no. really get any better than that. So, okay. So it kicked off May 15th, and it's yes. for the entire week. It is. Walk us through that week. So basically what it is, it's for officers um, to go, and Police Week really offers remembrance, support, and allows law enforcement, survivors, and citizens to gather and pay homage to those who gave their lives in the line of duty over the past year. Um, every This happens every year. Um, so what they do is they fly survivors and their families out to D.C. This all happens in Washington, D.C., because that's where the National Police Memorial is located. They fly them out, and they are the guests of 
police week for the week. So they participate in candlelight vigils. So it's not just the one day. They're it's there not the just the week. one day. It's I a whole week of fair in D.C. Yeah, there's there's candlelight vigils. There's speeches. There's um, each state has their own little picnic. So Indiana would have its own little picnic with all of the survivors and their families. Um, and really, these are all brought together through three foundations. Um, the National Police Week has its own foundation. Then there's um, Fraternal Order of Police and the Police Auxiliary, which the auxiliary is all family members of police officers. They have their own like little group. And then Concerns of Police Survivors, which is called COPS. Um, they come together and they uh, make this large event happen. So it's through donations and and monies from all of these three groups that actually pay for the um, families to be flown out and for the festivities to take place. This might be a really dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. When it comes to all of these events in D.C., can the public attend any of them? How does that work? The public can, can, can attend any of the events, yes. No kidding. Yeah, and it really is nice. I was out one week. I was out there for another um organization that I was a part of during police week and well we had to do our own thing you could walk around and you could just see them setting up for police week this national stage um, and things like that so it was just it's just really and for me uh, when we were at the airport flying in they were flying the families and I saw one of the families because they were wearing a shirt Mm -hmm. that I recognized it was an Indiana family that had lost someone and I remember being in the restroom with I, I presume it was the wife and I remember telling her that I was very sorry and that I remembered that incident because we, we hear about them through our training and things like that. Um, but I remember telling her that I was sorry and that I, you know, for her and her family and thank you for her husband's sacrifice. Wow, you just give me goosebumps. I know. It was, and I, like, I'm tearing up now just thinking yeah. about it because it was just, you know, one of those moments that strike close to you when you're actually standing next to someone that you know lost mm-hmm. someone and they're on their way to, you know, pay tribute to them. Makes it a, a lot more real. Way. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned those three organizations that make this whole week happen. How does it, though, work for these certain families to travel to D.C. for this? How, how, how are, they, are they selected? Is there a number from each state? So the families are actual, the immediate families of the officers who have died in the line of duty. But we're talking all those families, though? There's all no the families like you, throughout you... the entire United States. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So each state then for the family has like a quote-unquote guardian that they assign to the family. So that guardian that is responsible for them getting to where they need to be. And normally it's someone who is in the police profession who knows about Police Week or another survivor. Um, And we have had a guardian on this show, Susie Thomas. She, She lost her husband in 2000 here from our department in Fort Wayne. And she now helps other survivors kind of, um, figure out the processes that go in D.C. And she was actually there for the week as well. And also our own chaplain, Hartman, who yeah. was on the show before, he was invited out to National Police Week um, to be one of the national chaplains um, there at the memorial. He would, His job was to stay at the memorial the entire day to help grieving families. And what an honor he thought that was. And I can't wait to talk to him to see how that went for him. So he was just there at this one, like a yes. week ago? Yep, oh, my a gosh. Week ago. Yep. I did not realize Yeah, because he's the secretary of the National Chaplains Organization. So he was out. And I couldn't think of anyone better to be out there. Yeah. He's just absolutely fantastic. And then there's this big moment of, of roll call 
if yeah. you will, right? When does that happen? That's on the candlelight visual day, which is actually the evening of May 15th. Oh, okay. So they'll roll call the entire Ugh. list of officers um, from that have died in line of duty. So in 2022, um, there were 246 line of duty deaths. Um, 60 of those were by gunfire, 13 heart attack, 14 vehicular assaults, 82 by COVID, which I found really hmm. high. Me too. Um, but that's what it was. And then 33 by um, traffic accidents. And there were other others, but they were smaller numbers, you know, knives and things like that. Some, so, yeah, gotcha. Um, in 2023, and just so you know, we and we've talked about vehicular assaults in particular because you're asking, what, what what's a vehicular assault? I'm like, that's the purposeful hitting of an officer mm-hmm. with a vehicle. So um, in 2023, so far, we've had 44 die in the line of duty, 20 by gun, six in crashes, one heart attack, two COVID, and two by vehicular assault, which one of those was our own Master Trooper Bailey yeah. um, on March 3rd. Do you know when this became a national holiday, National Police Week? So that was um, something that John F. Kennedy uh, put forth in 1962. So this has been going on for, for quite a while. Um, so he made a proclamation at that time that May 15th was National P- Peace Officers Day. And then they've kind of made a whole week-long tribute out of this over the f- course of those years since. Um, but it was John F. Kennedy who's who started this. I don't necessarily mean or want to get political, but <laughs> if memory serves me correctly, because as you said, we, we have talked about National Police Week before yeah. here on the show. We've talked to families who have attended. Um, I know traditionally the president does speak during National Police Week, and there's a big to-do about that. But correct me if I'm wrong, that didn't happen last week. It did not happen last week. Um, I was quite shocked, actually, because I don't know of any other time where a president has missed National Police Week, because it's just one day out of the year. Um, It's May 15th every year. There's no... It doesn't fall on a different day. Like we know day. Christmas is coming every yes, year, December, and, and December 25th. 25th. And we yeah. know May 15th is the day. Um, but yes, uh, it, President Biden was supposed to speak. He did not speak. Um, last minute, he pulled out and cited he had his granddaughter's graduation to attend. Um, and I, I just so want to say it's like normal graduations happen on like weekends or <laughs> something like this and this was like a monday may 15th was a monday so i'm not quite sure what he had to do that he yeah and you said it, he he uh, at last minute that last was... minute uh, the, his name was actually still in the pro was printed in what? the program uh yeah and he sent merrick garland in his place so um yeah it was just kind of i think everyone was stunned by that so it's yeah, yeah. I want to get your real opinion. Can you give us a real opinion? <laughs> of, of course. I mean, I'm stunned by that. Well, I, I think it's kind of crappy, honestly. Yeah. Um, and let's I be very clear. Word, I can on yeah, radio, I know. <laughs> I'll get uh, beeped again. You would say the same thing. No matter was, who. No it matter was. what. Yeah. You, this is or, one day we're asking yeah. you, to, and not even a day, a few hours. Because um, we all know you have Air Force One, you get to anywhere you need to be in a matter of hours. Yeah. So it's not like you couldn't just come and give the address and then leave to wherever you needed to go. But like I said, this is something that is we know is on May fifteenth. You said you were going to be there. They printed your name in the in the flyer, and then you you duck out citing a graduation um, as your reason. So I just find that odd. And um, I uh, I did just I just googled it really quick. <laughs> 
And this is one of the first sentences. Yes, he abruptly, you know, did not attend and did not deliver a speech. It says, instead, Biden on Monday attended his granddaughter, Maisie Biden's graduation from the University of Pennsylvania, which houses the Biden Center where classified documents were found last year. <laughs> not my words. I'm reading it straight uh, from a news article. So I don't know if that had something to do with it or not. Um, but I'm with you. It seems kind of crappy because we can't say yeah. the other words that we would like to say. Did you watch then the speech delivered by Merrick Garland? I did not, no. Um, I was super it, busy last week yeah. just with our own stuff. We had award ceremony that evening, so we we're getting prepared for that. Just my normal duties that I had to get done. So it was just a busy week for well, us. Well, that's that's a good segue then. So obviously we talked about National Police Week. What do we do? Do we do anything here on the local level? Yeah, so every Friday before National Police Week starts, we have our own police memorial celebration. So we're down at the firefighter police memorial down on wall street and we have a roll call of our people that are on there um i I, i'm usually the person who conducts the entire ceremony so i have you are i I did not know that yeah so i'm i deliver the first words of the day and and this year i really focused on family because that's what we are Mm -hmm. um and Trooper Bailey's widow was in attendance, which I thought was amazing. Um, and, you know, we just want people to know that if, if you've made the sacrifice in our community, you'll never walk alone. Yeah. We're always going to be with you. We'll, we'll, f- we'll figure out what you need if you need something. If you don't need anything, we're okay with that, too. But we're going to be there no matter what. And, and COPS, which was one of the national funders for this, we have our own local Indiana chapter of COPS, Concerns of Police Survivors. And they do a bike ride throughout Indiana. And they go to every city that has lost an officer. They bike there. No so kidding. there's a group of volunteer officers, retired, and family members, or just people who want to help. And they raise funds as they ride along their bikes. And then they stop in different cities. And they stop in Fort Wayne. It'll be sometime in July. I'll let you know when. But they'll come through. All of them will come through. And we have um, one of our bike officers that's going to do a stint of that ride um, into Fort Wayne. That's amazing. Yeah, and then we feed them. So the Fraternal Order of Police here locally purchases a food truck usually um, for them to stop and get food. They hydrate, they eat. Mm-hmm. We do a roll call here of our officers, have a small memorial service, and then they're on their way to a different city. Um, so when it comes to us locally, do we do it for a whole week or just, uh, you know, that Friday night before? We just do it that Friday before. We'll have our hour-long ceremony. And then the week, you know, during that week, we have our police awards ceremony. We have it every week during that time where we recognize um, the above and beyond mm-hmm. that officers do and reward them accordingly um, with medals and certificates. Um, and then throughout the week, you know, we had a police picnic all, all, also sponsored for, by the Fraternal or Police. I think the Patrolman's Benevolent Association also had a picnic for their people. So it's just constant things going on throughout the week. And then, you know, people send food and cupcakes That's and incredible. cookies and things like that. So it's just really nice that, you know, people recognize the service that we give here mm-hmm. in this community. And hopefully, hopefully we don't ever have to write another name on the wall. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Trooper Bailey's name will go up on there. Um, this year. When when will that happen? Will there be a ceremony for that as well? There won't be a ceremony. Usually the family will be there. It's just a small private thing. Um, and then we'll probably put a press release out with some photographs of it. Um, so State police will as well. Has this been like a really heavy week for you the last week? It's been really busy. Um, so, you know, as the kind of master of ceremonies for the awards ceremony or for the 
for the memorial, it's like it's, I feel a lot of pressure to always say the right thing. Yeah. So when I'm writing my like little words for the beginning, it's like I, I it, it takes me a lot because mm-hmm. I have to like, OK, how does this sound? Is this I don't want to upset anyone, but I do want to pay tribute to people. So I'm like I'm constantly rewriting and writing yeah. and rewriting and that then I'm reading tough. it. And, I would not want to have to write that. Yeah, and I and I don't want it everybody's like, well just use the one you used last year. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> How boring would that be? Yeah. So I just try to find a theme this year and my theme actually came <clears throat> Um, after I had, there was a retirement party I went to for an officer here in town, and and the bartender was Susie Thomas, mm-hmm. um, who was on, and her son, which is um, Brad Madsen's the officer who died in the line of duty. Yeah. His son is in the academy currently. Oh my gosh! So that's where I got that? the idea of family, yeah. right? Because I've watched this young man grow up. Um, he's tried a couple times to get on, and he finally made it. That is so um, beautiful. So. I, I just wanted to honor that. And we also have some other off officers on our department whose fathers are on that wall. Um, and I just wanted to honor that because they always show up every memorial. And um, isn't that amazing, too, that, you know, where your parent was, was killed or a sibling or whatever, whomever, whatever family member we're talking about, yeah. that you still want to pursue that line of work as well? Yeah, even in these tough days. Yeah. You know, he's just Real now. tough days. And I remember through the process, uh, protests when our Memorial was defaced mm-hmm. with spray paint. He was out there in the morning as soon as the sun rose, cleaning that, wow. cleaning the spray paint off of his father's name and all the names on the memorial. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah. I, and so he just has a love for this community and a love for her to follow in his father's footsteps. And I just think that's remarkable. So that's where I got the idea of family. And Does I Susie know that it. this is where you drew this theme from? I did because we talked about it and I was telling her how proud I was that Ryan was in the academy yeah. and... Um, She's like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Family. I said, we should do a family. And she looked at me and she's like, got this big smile and she shook her head. Yes. I'm like, oh, okay. And just, <laughs> so then yeah. I just went that Total way. God thing. That yeah. it just came on you like yeah. that. So that's kind of how I formulate topics. You know, I just talk to people. I'm like thinking about what's, what's mm-hmm. kind of going on during the protest. We had a memorial too. And I talked about community and what it means to be a police officer um, and the sacrifices that we make um, to do that. Because it's not, you know, in going back to, you know, the president missing the opening remarks, I'm like, you know what? Officers miss graduations because they have to work. Yeah. Officers miss birthdays, anniversaries. They, they miss, miss all, all the sorts important of special dates. events yeah. because we have a duty. And I just would hope that our elected officials would understand that and maybe miss something to honor those people who miss it all the time. Yeah, that's really discouraging. Uh, again, he could have flown and been there. It was in Pennsylvania for Pete's sake. It's <laughs> yeah. not like it was far away. No, no. And it, like I said, it's less than an hour. He could have given the speech left and, and been Yeah, not been a great okay. message. No, it's not a good optic, um, especially if you're coming off of mm-hmm. all the stuff of defund the police. Mm-hmm. Um, all the rhetoric things like recently. That. Yeah. So obviously, Fort Wayne, we have our own thing that we do. And I hate, it feels weird to me, Sophia. How, how do you say, I hate to use the word celebrate, National Police Week, but I, I guess I, I don't know how else to say it. I think it is a celebration, a okay. celebration of life and spirit and knowing that someone gave something for someone else in an unselfish way. Mm-hmm. And I think that is cause for celebration. And I know there's hurt and longing for your loved one, if that's your loved one. Um, but I, I think I think celebration, using the right context here, would be appropriate. Well, okay, so here's what I was going to ask. So we, we have our own celebration here yes. the Friday night before May 15th. I'm assuming other police departments across the country all do something as well to, to celebrate? Ooh, I don't know. 
I mean, because our, our memorial encompasses all of Allen County. So we okay. have the Sheriff's Department, ISP. If you work in Allen County for ISP, you're in your name is would be on that wall. Not all ISP officers would if they're if they're working outside of Allen County. But Master Trooper Baylor was assigned to Allen County, yeah. so his name would go up on that wall. Um, Woodburn, New Haven, Parkview, mm-hmm. all of those police are encompassed here at at that memorial because we're all of Allen sure. County. So I don't know what other departments do. I'm I'm sure they do something. I know Whitley County is doing something on Wednesday. There's a first responder or had done something on Wednesday. It's a first responder. Um, so it's kind of to kind each of their day. own? Yeah, yeah, I think each yeah. their own, and, and depending on where it fits time-wise mm-hmm. um, for them or what they can get done during that week. It's a really busy week for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Um, but, yeah, I think a lot of people do something, at least something for their, mm-hmm. for their officers. As we're wrapping up here, Sophia, one thing I do, again, I'm sitting here Googling, learning about Biden, you know, abruptly bailing on his speech last minute. I, I just still can't believe that. Again, I was on vacation, so I wasn't even following it. I wasn't even aware. But I see he, he so he did deliver a video message. Did you see this? I did not. Honoring National Police Week. Um, and basically, I'm the whole video is two minutes and 52 seconds long. So I haven't watched the whole thing because you and I are chit-chatting. Uh, but basically, in a nutshell, I'm, I'm kind of reading through his the transcript of it. He says, let's be clear, the answer is not to defund the police. Does that seem like an appropriate time to go into that during this video message speech about National Police Officer Week when he missed this in general? Yeah, it it, it that's probably not the time and place for a political statement like no, that. No, no, I mean, I know I'm putting um, you on the spot because, again, I'm just reading the transcript yeah. as you and I are talking here. Yeah, no, um, that's not certainly not the place. That this is the time, you know, to say thank you. Yeah. Um, and and I'm sure he did in the two minutes and fifty two seconds of the video. But again, I'm just perusing. Uh, well, the... I think I had heard that some of the remarks. Um, I, I was reading something. I didn't get to read the whole thing, but he was. There was also some mention of gun control. There was. Let me as... read it to you. Actually, he <laughs> says, "I signed the most sweeping gun safety law in nearly thirty years to make sure officers are not outgunned on the streets. We're also strengthening background checks for gun purchases, cracking down on illegal gun sales, and reining in so-called ghost guns that officers have told me are increasingly found at crime scenes." This is what he decided. I'm getting enraged just reading it now. Yeah, not the place. Not, not the, the place, place for that. Um, survivors don't want to hear that. Um, they want to hear you say thank you for yes. them losing their loved one, regardless of how they lost them. And he even it's had a, a teleprompter for this one. Yeah, pre-recorded. I know. Uh, I'm wow. And and I, he, like I said, he was talking about gun, gun control laws, and I'm like, I'm I, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, this is not the kind of speech. Here I am toiling over my like two minute introduction yeah. to our police memorial about making sure I'm saying the right thing to pay tribute to those that are there and, and those of our family and, and officers and, and, you know, citizens alike and dignitaries that were there. And, and he's talking about, uh, there, there should never be an I statement in, in a, in a tribute speech. Like, Amen. like they should have called like you. This. They should have, they uh, should have called yeah. you. I'm I am sure you would have <laughs> yeah, did a better yeah. job than Merrick Garland. I didn't see anything though about his American rescue plan, at least from me perusing. No, but, um, I just wanted to bring this up because, you know, when we're talking about, you know, we're coming off of, you know, 2020 and the protests and the defund the police movement and all this stuff that he talks about, the gun safety and officers and and this and I and me. And and then, you know, they passed this three hundred and fifty billion dollar American Rescue Plan and and they set aside 
uh, I'm sorry, not $350 billion. That's what they set aside yes. for law enforcement um, to pay for more officers, overtime, bonuses, you know, taking care of our wounded officers. But only $10 billion of that has been used. Um, You're kidding. No. And I'm like, but how are we supposed to hire more officers when you shirk what the men and women in, in law enforcement are doing for this country and when you demonize them? And, you know, we have a hard enough time in this um employment uh lacking of employment uh, yeah in this day and age yeah we have hard enough just, time in this day and yeah, age i can't right even find words right now um we have such a hard time finding good people or people that even want to work um and then you couple them with a six long six month long process um and nobody wants to go into policing people have demonized i think a lot of times our own uh, government has demonized law enforcement so much that no one really wants to come into this job. So I, I really take offense um, to some of the words that have been used. And, you know, and you telling me what he had put. put oh, girl, about. you don't want to hear. I'm sitting here reading the rest while you're talking to. And I yeah. um, I take offense and I'm. Yeah. I'll I'm, read it later when I can be enraged all on my yeah, own. Yeah. Um, but just even just the short time that you read read that to me, I'm thinking that's not the time nor the place um, for political rhetoric. Now was the time to say thank you yeah. um, to those who've lost their lives for their communities and for this country. And who volunteered to do so. Yeah. That is, yeah. Uh, I, so I've I mentioned I was um, on vacation in Hawaii for the last 10 days. And so we got to visit Pearl Harbor during my time. And I'm going to botch the quote, but it was by a general said back in the 60s, um, General Douglas MacArthur. And I don't have the quote readily available, but it says something to the, he said something to the effect of volunteering to, to sacrifice your, your life is the greatest development of mankind. And I actually might have got it pretty close if you wanted to Google me. I think it is pretty close to that. But I, I love that quote for a whole list of reasons, but I couldn't agree with him more. The greatest development of mankind. It's a truly remarkable thing. Um, whether you're a first responder, a police officer, or in the service, essentially volunteering for a job, stepping forward when others choose to step back, knowing very well you may lose your life at the end of the day. You don't know if you're going to come home or not. I think that is one of the most remarkable qualities a per the most remarkable quality a person can possess and it is greatly frustrating to me when i read through the whole transcript there of that two two minute and 52 second video um that nothing of that kind of mention was even made there are sacrifices that are made and even even if you don't die in the line of duty your emotional um, well-being is certainly altered through this yes. work um and just you know your psyche takes a hit your soul takes a hit um, and you're just a different person from where you started out. Well, here's what we're going to do. Everyone mark your calendars next year. <laughs> President Biden, who's ever in office, it's May 15th. It's the same time every year. Mark your calendars for National Police Week. If you want to learn more about it, as Sophia and I both mentioned, we have had previous episodes on National Police Week. Uh, you can check them out anywhere you can download a podcast just by searching for the word unholstered. Your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.